0: Hey Phil. hello, 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 yes, your sis is still clogged, okay, I'm here with a word, but I want you to know I'm still clogged up, but nevertheless, okay, I had to take a couple of days off because my voice was just not doing what it needed to do, child, it wasn't doing it, <laughs> And I wasn't going to subject you to that. But nevertheless, okay? Nevertheless, I was still sitting here getting stuff together for you from the Lord. Because he's doing something new in this season. It's a shakening that is happening in this season. Do you understand me? And the Lord said that he was coming to bring you confidence. He said he's coming to bring you confidence in him. He wants you to have confidence in yourself. But you got to know that your confidence is rooted in him. Okay. So we will go look up the definition of confidence. And confidence is the belief that one can rely on someone or something firm and trust. So it says the state of feeling certain about the truth of something, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities, the telling of private matters or seekers with a mutual trust. Okay, so we will We go listen. In order for you to be in your purpose, in order for you to be flourishing, the Lord is saying he is bringing you this confidence. This confidence is coming from the kingdom of heaven. Do you hear me? This confidence is fresh off of the throne, okay? This is what he is about to bestow upon you. is this supernatural confidence that you are going to believe in yourself because you believe in the one who created you. Do you understand? And what the Lord was bringing to me was Exodus chapter three and and verse 10. And the Lord was saying, now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people Israel out of Egypt. But Moses protested to God, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered. This is what he said, because because Moses only could see himself, right? He was like, who am I? Who am I to, to go and tell Pharaoh to let your people go? How am I going to lead your people out? Who, who? And God answered, I will be with you. You need to know that God said he will be with you. You don't got to have confidence in yourself because you got to have confidence in God first. And as you have confidence in God, he's going to rain down confidence on you. Do you understand God? We reciprocate what God does. So when God loves us first, then we are able to love him. When God loves, when God shows us the love that he has for us, we begin to love ourselves differently. Okay. So when God says, I'm giving you some confidence in yourself. That means that you first are going to have confidence in him. And then it's going to reciprocate. It's, go- it's going to run it over to you because you know that he is with you. And he said, like, this will be your side that I am the one Who has sent you? When you brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. But Moses protested, if I go to the people of Israel and tell them the God of your ancestor has sent me to you, they will ask me, what is his name? Then what should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Oh, Jesus. He said, listen, this is all you got to say. I am who I am, and he said, Say this to the people of Israel I am has sent me to you. See, it's so we always think that it's all so, oh, like we got to have this like magnificent approach to people that our purpose has got to be so deep. Your purpose can strictly be that you can say, I am has sent me to you. He told me to lead you out of Egypt. That's it. That's all Moses needed to do. It didn't matter that Moses stuttered. It didn't matter that Moses didn't have confidence in his stuff. God had confidence in him. It didn't matter to God that Moses was stuttering. Because God knew what he put inside of Moses. He knew he created Moses to be a leader. And that's all that matters. So you have to trust God. You gotta trust that He thinks the good thoughts about you. You gotta trust that he got the plans for you. You cannot sit here and try to argue with God about your purpose because you going to end up like Jonah. you going to be chilling in the belly of that whale until you realize that you going to go and do what God told you to do. Do you understand? Do you understand that you will be sitting in the belly of a whale? A big fish for people who don't want to say whale. Big fish, but you get what I'm saying. You will be sitting in the belly of that fish until you decide that you will go to Nineveh like God told you to. And a lot of you have been sitting in this fish for years. You've been sitting in that belly for years because you have lacked confidence in yourself. But God says today, be bold. He said, be courageous. Have a I commanded you to be these things, that's why I hear God's Spirit speaking today, okay? So, now I want to take you um to, uh, um, let's go to Jeremiah chapter one, okay? Jeremiah chapter one. And we are going to go down to, I do not want to cough in your ear. I'm trying to hold this cough in (laughs) so hard. Okay. I was like, I'm trying to hold this cough in so hard, Joy. And you know how you get, (laughs) you know how you get that itch. And you just like, I can't hold it no more. That's what's going on right now. I was like, I can't hold it. But I do not want to cough in your ear. So I will just keep going. And it says, the Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to my nations. And this is what Jeremiah said back. He said, "Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, don't say I'm too young. For you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people for I will be with you and I will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. He said, and then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. Listen. With the confidence that you get comes from the Lord, all he's going to do is touch your mouth and he's going to put his words in your mouth. It's no longer going to be you who speaks, but it's going to be your heavenly Father speaking through you. Do you understand? Have confidence in God, know who who you serve. Know Him. Don't worry about, oh, Lord, I'm too young. Oh, Lord, I got a stuttering problem. Oh, Lord, these people going to look at me like I'm crazy. Oh, Lord, these people not going to believe me. The Lord said, you just tell them that I am has sent you. You let me do the work, okay? All I need you to do is go tell them what I told you. Profess boldly what I told you to say to the nations. That's all I need you to do. Repeat what you hear me saying to you. Do you understand? That's it. Family, I'm speaking to you to you a hundred facts right there right now it's it's, this is all the way a hundred okay Because there is times where I do not know what I am about to come on and talk about. But I got that nudge from God that's like, go and give a word. And family, when I get done, that word be so bomb. And I know that it's just the Holy Spirit speaking. That's what I be knowing. It's just the Holy Spirit that be speaking. Do you understand? I be listening and I be like, that's not even me talking. (laughs) Listen, that's not even me talking. So if you go down to verse 11, it says, Then the Lord said to me, Look, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. And the Lord said, That's right. And it means that I am watching. And I will certainly carry out all my plans. Yes, listen. He said, He is watching. And he will certainly carry out his plans. He—it doesn't matter what you think about yourself. It's—it uh, matters about the thoughts that he thinks of you. That's what I hear God say. He said, "I don't care what you are thinking about yourself. I don't care that you don't think that that you're valuable enough to speak for me. I don't care that you think that you're not qualified enough. I don't care that you don't think that you that that you got all the qualifications to go preach my word. You haven't went to school for it. You ain't did none of that." The Lord said. I don't care what you think. I don't care what your religion has taught you. What I care about is you doing the plan that I have set before you. That's all I care about is you being obedient to what I've spoken to you. Go and preach what I told you to preach, speak what I tell you to speak. Okay? Listen, well, if you go down a little bit farther, Is verse 17. It says, Get up and prepare for action. Go out and tell them everything I tell you to say. Do not be afraid of them, or I will make you look foolish in front of them. For see, today I have made you strong, like a fortified city that cannot be captured, like an iron pillar or a bronze wall. You will stand against the whole land, the kings, the official priests, and people of Judah. They will fight you, but they will fail. For I am with you, and I will take care of you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Family, listen, I love y'all. But let me tell you something. I know that with the with the anointing, it comes a hater. With the anointing, it comes jealousy. See, I know that with the anointing, it's going to be a stall. I already know that. I know it. I know it's a King Nebuchadnezzar somewhere waiting to throw me in the lion's den. Waiting to throw me in in the fire and furnace. But guess what? The God who I serve will deliver me. And even if he chooses not to deliver me, I'm not going to bow down. Do you understand? Let me tell you something. (laughs) In the world... Yes, this had a mouth and I, I didn't care in the world like uh, what somebody thought about what I was saying, because if I felt like I was speaking facts, I was going to say what I needed to say. OK, the Lord now he's cleaned me up. He taught me how to be merciful. He taught me how to be gracious. He taught me how to how to respond and not to react right so I ain't gonna do it how I did it in the world but I'm still gonna let people know even in the kingdom this is what God said I don't care what attitude you got I don't care what or warlock you about to try to go console I don't care about none of that because I know the God that I serve I know that greater he that is in me than he that is in the world so I don't care what nobody about to say and I say this because let this by be in you let that by be in you do you understand I had to go through trials I had, people have had to throw dirt on my name. People had to stab me in my back to get to where I'm at now. Okay. And that's how I know that the Lord has been building you. Cause you can, you can bear witness with what I'm saying. People have called you everything, but a child of God, the very people you wanted the best for is the very people who gave you, gave the knife to, to stab you in the back. You feel like I handed the knife to you to stab me in the back. All you wanted was the best for people, and they still treated you like dirt. But the Lord said, I was strengthening you. I was building your character. I was preparing you for what I have set before you. Look at you today. Look how much you've grown today. Okay? Listen. He said, they will fight you, but they will fail. Let that mind be in you. That little that, that little dirty devil be out there trying to fight, okay? He be trying to fight, but he going to fail. And I need you to keep that in your mind. Yeah, they going to try to fight you, but they going to fail. You got to have purpose on your mind. What is your purpose? Get into your purpose, Okay. What is your purpose? It's not time to slumber no more. At all. It's not time to slumber anymore. No, it's not. It's time to get into your purpose. Because listen, the Lord, he is sitting there watching you. He said, listen, at the top. At the top, around verse what? It was around verse. 11. The Lord said to me, look, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. And the Lord said, that's right. And it means that I am watching. And I will carry, I will certainly carry out all my plans. God is looking over you. And he's watching you. And he's like, are you going to be bold? Are you going to be courageous? Are you going to walk in your purpose? Are you going to be fearful? Or are you going to be bold? Are you going to have courage today? What are you going to do? Are you going to be timid? Are you going to shrink back? Are you going to be as bold as a lion? What are you going to do? And that's something you can take back to the Lord. What are you going to do? Let me tell you something. My God gave me this voice, okay? <laughs> I don't care who don't like it. I'm saying what God told me to say. Because listen, I only aim to please Jesus. That's the only one that I am aiming to please is him. When I get before my Lord, I want him to look me in my eyes and say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's all I need. OK, I don't care who say what about me as long as my God is for me. OK, I don't care what you got to say. Because <laughs> listen, they even called Jesus names. They was calling Jesus everything but a child of God. They literally would not call him a child of God. Literally. So who do? You, who, what do you expect? Jesus said, the world hated me. It hated me first. So it was going to hate you. If the world will listen to him, it will listen to you. So I need you to sit there. I need you to just come into this fullness of this confidence that God is bringing you. Not too long from now, the Lord is opening up the floodgates of heaven and he's going to pour this, this confidence out on you that is unimaginable. You are becoming somebody totally different than you are now. Do you understand me? Let me tell you something. Let's go to John 14. I got to take a deep breath, in because I can't breathe out my nose right now. (laughs) So, me talking, I got to take a break. You should have heard me last night at Bible study, child. I was stuttering harder than Moses. I had to get my sister. She started reading for me. And I was like, yes, because she was the Moses to my Aaron child. Because... Uh, wait, wait, yeah, she was the errand to my Moses. That's what I meant. She was the errand to my Moses because I needed her to go and be the mouthpiece. And I would just say what the Lord told me to say because listen, I couldn't breathe. But, um, let me see what else I wanted to read to you. Maybe it's not John 14. Give me a second. Yes, John 15 verse 18. So John 15, verse 18. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world will love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you you are no longer a part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. So he said, you're not part of this, this world system anymore. I've called you out of that. That's what God is saying. He said, do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally, they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. They will do all all this to you because of me. Because they have rejected the one who sent me. So listen, this is confirmation that when people are coming at your neck, that you are on the right track. <laughs> you hear me? The anointing comes with a hater. It's going to come with a hater. It's going to come with hate. The Lord is telling you right here: they're going to hate you because of what is within you. If you were like the world, they would love you, but you are not like that. Do you understand? They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I haven't done, if I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is said, I said, as it is said, but as it is, they have seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my father. This fulfills what is written in their scriptures they hated me without cause but i will send you the advocate the spirit of truth he will come to you from the father and will testify all about me and you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry listen you will testify about the lord You're going to speak boldly uh, what he tells you to speak. Whatever he says, you are going to shout to the rooftops what he said. Okay? Okay? Listen, I hear the Lord say, You are the lights of the world. You are the lights in this world. He said, You are the salt. What good is the salt if it loses its flavor? It's not good. If I want salt, I'm expecting to taste some salt. If I go in my cabinet right now and I get my salt out and I go to salt whatever I'm about to eat and I don't taste the salt, I'm going to look at the bottle of salt. I would say this is nasty and I'm going to throw it in the trash and I'm going to go and find me some new salt that's salty. And the Lord is saying that's the same with you. If you lose your saltiness, what good are you? You're supposed to stand out. He says who lights a lamp and then puts it under the table? You gonna put it on the stand for everybody to see the Lord says, I'm going to set you apart and, and, and I'm going to, to put you on a platform. I'm going to put you before these people so they can see you because you are made to stand out. You were made to shine, says the Lord. I'm not hiding that. I, you better. What's that song? This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. You better start singing that stuff. That that song to yourself every day. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. You better be singing it on your way to work, or your way home from work, while you're cooking dishes, while you're washing clothes. You better get yourself prepared because that light is about to shine. Okay, the Lord says your light is about to shine so brightly. Listen, you are going to catch the attention of so many people because your light is shining brightly. Says the Lord. That's what he's saying. Okay. Um. One more thing. I want to take you to Hebrew. Hebrews chapter. Give me a second. Uh, Hebrews chapter four. let's go down, down, down. This is the promised rest for God's people. This rest is here. The Lord is bringing us back into his presence. And he's bringing us back into Eden. And we are going to have that relationship with him that once was there in the beginning. We're going back to that. You understand? It's time to go back to Eden. Okay. And this is what the Lord said. Um, let me get to it. Give me a second. You know what? It probably was Hebrews 12 because we was reading this at Bible study last day, And the Lord was speaking through it. And I'm trying to take you back to what we was talking about. Uh, okay, verse 26. Hebrews 12, verse 26. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth, but now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only the unshakable things will remain. Listen, he said it's a shaking coming. The Lord said, it's a shaking coming. And he said, everything that's shakable will be shook. Everything that is shakable will be removed. Do you understand me? You got to make sure that everything in your life is built on the firm foundation. Because whatever is not built on that firm foundation will collapse with this shaking that's coming. Okay? So, your sister's going to pray for you. And we will go about our business, okay? Father God in the name of jesus lord i'm coming to you father humbly lord i'm thanking you for this confidence that you are bringing to your children, Lord. I'm thanking you for the plans that you have set before your children, Lord. I'm thanking you for the purpose that you are giving to your children's life, Lord. No longer will they live their lives, Lord, day to day, not knowing who they are, but you are bringing purpose into their life, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father. I pray that when they they feel that nudge from your spirit, that they no longer ignore it, Father God, but they meet you in the secret place, Lord, to get the prophetic downloads, Lord, to get the blueprint for what you are doing in their lives, Father God. And I pray that every person listening to this, Lord, will will not have the attitude of who am I, but they will lead on who you are, Lord. And that's in Jesus' name, Lord. Father, I just pray that this child gets the spirit of boldness that comes upon them, Lord, to preach your word the way it needs to be preached, to teach your word the way it needs to be taught, Lord. I pray that they become courageous, Lord, so that even when they come up against the kingdom of darkness, Father God, that they will not bow down, but they will stand 10 toes down, Lord, in your truth, Lord. No matter who tries to come against them, Lord, they will remember that you are for them, Father God. And if God is for him, Lord, who can be against them, Lord? Teach them that, Lord, that if you are for them, who can be against them, God? <laughs> I love you so, so, so much, Lord. And I just give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Listen, fam. Um, next week, I was telling... Um, The people at my Bible study that, well, the the Holy Spirit was saying it, but you know, and he was saying that we're going to start talking, diving into the presence of God. And that's what we're going to start doing on here. And we're diving into the presence. Because remember I said, the Lord, he's doing some things and he needs you to know that his presence isn't just this like, um. Sometimes, because the presence of God can be felt so many different ways, so I'm not putting God in a box. But you got to take God out of that box. You can't think that every time you're in the presence of God, you're supposed to feel this this like unimaginable feeling. No, the presence of God is just knowing that He's with you. You know, my kids, they could be I could be in here watching something or writing something, and they'll come and just lay up against me because. They just want to be in my presence. They just want to be here. I don't got to be doing nothing extravagant. They just want to be here with me. And you got to know that about God. That God is just there with you. That's it. He's just there. Okay. That's when you start to tap into that. that The presence of God is with me wherever I go. Because God is with me. (laughs) And as you begin to walk. You'll begin to see the cloud. You'll begin to see the fire that's leading you. You'll see it supernaturally. And you'll see by the supernatural signs that God is with you. But first, you just got to believe that you're already with him. That you're already in his presence. Okay? So, fam, I love you so, so, so much. And let's not forget, most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.